0: This
1: content may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion advised. Cold air hit me like a train, and soon after, I felt Shiloh's hand wrapped around my neck, attempting to constrict my airways.
0: From Disturbed Media, join your host, Chad, for true tales of horror, bizarre happenings, and unexplainable events. This is Disturbed.
2: Welcome in, everyone, to our solo shot episode. A single terrifying tale coming your way every other week. So without further delay, let's dive into the horror. This week, we have a submission from Katie, featuring voice work by Nicole Goodnight. And we find ourselves in the psychiatric hospital.
1: This is my first time recounting this experience in years, since it's one I'd rather forget. This takes place back in 2013. I was 15 at the time. From the years ranging from 2011 to 2015, I was in and out of mental hospitals, because I was struggling with depression, mania, and suicidal tendencies. During this time, I was being treated with different medications and therapies to stabilize my chemistry. So in 2013, I landed myself back into the mental hospital on the account of me trying to unalive myself by overdose. During admission, I did the routine I was used to by then. The nurses confiscating all outside world electronic items. The staff going through the bag you bring with, clothes, and any entertainment items you might have like books or puzzle games. The nurses will cut out any strings in your items to ensure you won't strangle or hang yourself in your room. The staff takes many precautions to make sure all patients are safe and nothing that could cause harm is in the facility. I was released into my unit with just a few clothes along with the toothbrush and paste they give you. After my admission, I was taken by a nurse to my new living space for the next week or so. I walked down a dormitory-like hallway with big wooden doors on each side. In total, there were twelve rooms. I approached a door on my right near the frosted windows at the end of the hallway. The nurse opened the door, put my stuff on my stretcher-style bed, and left. In the room were my two new roommates, Morgan and Shiloh. Morgan was a friendly person off the bat. She was slender and tall and unfortunately had gashes and mutilating scars on both arms. Shiloh didn't introduce herself. She stayed on the bed facing the wall and all I saw was her back humped from her bad posture and her bleached-out blonde hair hiding her face. Later on, I got to know everyone else in the unit, boys and girls, since it was unisex. We chatted about our experiences here and what we all enjoyed doing outside of these high-security walls. We all have been hanging out in the group area for an hour now, and I still didn't see Shiloh anywhere. I turned to one of the patients, Cody, and asked, ''Hey, has Shiloh ever talked with you guys?'' What's her deal? Cody replied, She's, well, she's better off alone, I think, especially from the rumors I heard of why she's here. I looked at him with a raised eyebrow. What rumors? I heard she's here because she decapitated her little brother's pet bunny right in front of him. I looked in shock. How horrible if it was true. My roommate Morgan cut in saying, I asked the nurses to switch me to a different room for days now. During the night, I can hear her up. I can hear her making noises in the corner of the room and shuffling around her bed. She just gives me the creeps, you know? Her whole aura is giving me something to worry about. A couple days went by and still Shiloh either stays in the room or only comes out for meals, but she stays to herself. A few nights ago I could understand why Morgan was so worried, while trying to sleep one night I heard Shiloh scraping something. I kept my eyes shut but let my ears try to pinpoint what the noise could be. The noise was slow and consistent. I could hear her scraping something on the frame of the bed. Sleep took over me that night, but the next couple nights I continued hearing the sound of slow ear-tingling scraping coming from her corner. I got news six days into being here that my appointment with a social worker is coming up today to see if I'm eligible for release. I was so excited to know I could be free again soon. It was soon time for lockdown where everyone stays in their room till either lunch or outside privilege time. I decided to take a shower during our lockdown. Everyone's rooms consist of two to three beds, a dresser, and a small bathroom, including a very, very small shower. I took a towel a nurse gave me, along with tiny paper cups with some cheap shampoo and conditioner in them. I looked over to see Morgan asleep on her bed, while Shiloh also appeared to be sleeping. I took all my shower essentials and started the water. I entered the small shower space and closed the curtain, both separating to the room and then the one on the shower. I tried to enjoy the semi-lukewarm water on my back while closing my eyes and letting out a calming sigh. Minutes must have gone by, and I must have not heard the curtain moving separating the room to the bathroom. I was in my own little headspace trying to unwind when suddenly my shower curtain was ripped open, revealing a wild-eyed Shiloh. Cold air hit me like a train, and soon after, I felt Shiloh's hand wrapped around my neck, attempting to constrict my airways. I could only let out a wisp of air, her hand tightened as I saw her raise her other hand high in the air holding a small green object. She slammed her object-holding fist into my breast and immediately I felt hot-piercing pain shooting all throughout my chest. I managed to get a scream out of me. Enough noise to get Morgan running to the scene. Shiloh yanked the object I now saw as our toothbrush morphed into a shank, which the tip is covered in red. Morgan ran and yelled for help screaming. She stabbed her! She stabbed her! Shiloh still has malice in her eyes as she prepares for another blow to my body. Before the shank could pierce me again, a large male nurse comes running in and tackles Shiloh down. They both crash into the sink, Shiloh's head hitting the edge of it. Morgan passes me a towel, and I wrap myself up as more male nurses come in to take control of the psycho in front of me. My adrenaline runs high as my mind doesn't think of my pain at the moment. Rather, I watch as nurses plunge and needle into Shiloh, and after a few seconds, she is asleep on the floor. The nurses take her and place her in solitary confinement, where she remained the next few days before being transferred out of the unit. Quickly, I was taken to the hospital on the property and treated. My injuries weren't severe, but of course my parents had to be notified of the incident. My parents paid extra fees to release me the next day. I went home with a story I wish I didn't have to tell. So Shiloh, wherever you are, let's never meet again.
0: Follow our social channels on Facebook and Instagram at Disturbed Podcast and on Twitter at Disturbed underscore pod.
2: Don't forget you can send in your own true terrifying tale. Head over to disturbedpodcast.com slash submit. If you'd like to support the show and gain access to bonus episodes, ad-free content, and early releases visit patreon.com/disturbedpodcast. We'll be shouting out our newest Patreon members in next week's episode. Music by Carl Casey at Whitebat Audio and Co. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with a brand new full-length episode. And don't forget to stay safe out there, y'all.